Hey everybody, this is Kane Brown, the comedian. You are listening to Room 26 with Freddie Nawaka on this fantastic new podcast. Make sure you guys tune in. Hey guys, so welcome to Room 26 podcast with me, Freddie Nawaka. Just a, you know, casual, laid back, unadulterated conversation with friends, celebrity guests, and you, of course. Hold on. You are listening, right? All right, good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Room 26 podcast with Freddie Nwaka. Freddie, are you there, brother? I'm here, my brother, man. You know how we do this thing, man. How you, how you keeping today? How you feeling? I'm good. I am good. Just enjoying a bit of time at home. The kids are out. The wife's out. So it's all fun and games, man. How about you? I'm, I'm great, man. Back to normal. Almost. Like 99.9.9. Back to <laughs> normal, man. I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> who, you got, who you got on the phone today, then, man? Today's guest is Kane Brown. Kane, what are you saying, brother? Freddie, welcome, General. <laughs> what are you saying, bro? You good? I'm wicked, How man. You, man. I'm wicked. I'm wicked, bro. I'm wicked, man. It's good. Hey, it's my birthday yesterday, you know. Oh, oh, man! And I didn't even wish you happy birthday. Bro, I didn't know. I was told people. Bro, I was. I'll, I'll be honest. No one knows. No one knows. They know. They know now, though. Because <laughs> they, they know now. They know now. But, yeah. no, but no one. I don't talk. Like I'll just get on with it, innit? Bro, I'm gonna put that in my diary for next year, bro, because th- that's not on, bro. Like, if I'd known, at least I could have sent you a little birthday shout out or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's all right, bro. It's all right. Yeah, but you're good, though. You're good, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm wicked, man. My kids um surprised me and turned up at my yard yesterday. Oh, mad. That must have been wicked. Yeah. Still. It, was, it was nice, but bro, I had to go because my fridge weren't full up, so I, I got all boys in it. Hey. Listen, I was going to send them back to their yard when I saw the bill. I said, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, the... bro, bro, £140, and that's probably going to last two days. Wow. Then when, so they came like termites, bro. And yeah. Eat out everything. Yep, yep. That bit in the Bible when the locusts created famine, that's in my yard right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> mad. So look, bro, this this room twenty six thing, right? So people always ask me, man, what, like, what's the concept of it? Room twenty six. Yeah. I only invite people on this this show, this podcast that inspire me. And from day one, bro, I've always said you've been a big inspiration, man. Watching the way that you move, the way you do things, um, your attention to what you do. So that's the first thing I was waiting to say. Kate, thank you for being the man you are, bro, and um, inspiring people, man. Do you know what I'm saying? You're you're you're, you're a great inspiration, a man. So I just want to say thank you for that, man. Um, how we met, people like, you know, I'm trying to remember how we met, bro. I don't actually remember how we met. I do, I do remember coming to a show, right? I remember coming to a show and seeing mm. this guy up on stage uh, in a, a white shirt. Yeah. Bald, shining and shit. And I said, yep. Yeah. And he was, he was on the stage. And I'm thinking, who's this guy? The guy came out, because you had the shirt open, showing, a, showing some pecs. Coming All out. right. Did I read? I size. Yeah, you came out working. Yeah, yeah, you came out. You came out. And I was thinking, who's this guy? And bro, you had me in stitches, bro. My stomach was hurting me, man. Like, it was mad. That performance was crazy. And that was for me the first time I actually saw you perform. But I don't yeah. remember when we actually spoke. Do, do you I remember? Don't, I know. I don't. I don't remember. It's funny because you're one of those people, because I've known of you over the years, and because I've maybe seen you out before years ago. 
said hello, but not had a conversation. Because you know a lot of my bridges, innit? But mm. I don't, I never knew you like that. So it's funny how when I did start talking to you, I don't even remember because it's like I kind of knew you from before anyway. But now yeah, I, that's crazy. I look at you like a brother and I don't know where that relationship yeah, comes see? from. It's mad. Anyway, it don't matter. Fuck it. We're brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. Bro, how did you get into comedy, man? Because people always say, ask me, who's your favourite comics, man? And I've got like three of my main comics, man, is you, Slim and Richard. And all for yeah, different reasons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, but you, you're, bro, your, your thing is crazy, bro. Like, your, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, improv. Yeah. Like, is mad. Like, like what got you into comedy? My thing, um, what's weird, right? What got me into comedy was something quite negative, to be honest with you. I was going through a bad time at, um, back then. So me and my partner weren't getting on. Um, I had three kids at the time, um, all young. Um, my dad just passed. So like, it was just a lot of things that was going on. And my dad, he was always one of those people who, traditional Jamaican, he was, a, he was a trained plasterer. That's what he did for a living, worked for the council. Wouldn't go outside of that box. That box was where he stayed. <laughs> he didn't feel comfortable mm. venturing out. And he died, like, unexpectedly at 52. Didn't, didn't drink alcohol, didn't smoke, didn't take no drugs, no nothing, bro. Went on no medication, nothing like that. Just dropped dead, yeah? And wow, what that taught me was, like, I can't live my life um, without taking risks and doing something, trying something. If I don't, if it don't work, it don't work, innit? But I can't live my life mm. in fear of, oh, I got to play the safe road because he did that. And what happened? Like life just ended. There's no. What did you leave? What legacy did you leave? What? Nothing. There was nothing there. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I, I've always been into comedy. Always loved like Oliver. Anytime, and it's funny because only when I look back now, I'm like, rah, I always gravitated towards comedy. Always, always, always. I remember going, my mum my took me to go and see Oliver one time, like the family went, but I weren't old enough to get in and they never let me in because it was over <laughs> eight. It was over 18. And it was like, I was, bruv, you know, like something stick with you and I was so pissed I couldn't go in to see him live because I'd seen all the videos and stuff like that. Mm. And like, you know, obviously Eddie Murphy watching Raw, Delirious, growing up with that. Um, Richard Pryor and I kind of just was like do you know what I just really want to just see just see and it's a good way it's good therapy for me as well because you know bro I, I talk about real life and I talk about relationships I talk about parenting I talk about real life things and mm. so for me it was like a good way to express myself so I just got into it I tried it I said wow yeah this kind of feels right it feels right mm. And I was finding my voice in the beginning. For a couple of years, I found it a little bit. I was good, but I would cut people, I'd rub people up the wrong way. I'd end up in arguments after shows. You <laughs> understand? That's, in a way, that's because, but, but that's what I love about your, your style. You're, listen, you, you are like an MC, yeah? yeah. That's on, on his job. You don't yeah. want to clash that MC. And also, yeah. like, you don't want to go up against Eminem. You don't want to yeah, go yeah, up yeah. against Papoose. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. go up against Jay-Z. Because if you yeah. go up against those rappers, they're going to eat you. And yeah, you're yeah. one of those comics, right, that that no one doesn't want to heckle with you. I, bro, I remember, <laughs> I remember watching the video when the woman tried to heckle you, right? Oh, um, yeah. And, <laughs> bro, listen, I think that was, that, that for me was when I realised, nah, man, this guy's dangerous. Because 
I'd always come to your shows yeah. and I'd always be laughing. But when I watched that video, man, you totally destroyed... Bro, if you destroyed it. You're one of those comics, right? You don't want to sit in the front row. Yeah, like, yeah, sit in the, yeah. like, you can't sit in the front row unless you're on point. Everything's yeah, yeah. on point because if you open it up, <laughs> it's a problem. I'm but, working on everything. Yeah, but it's tasteful yeah. and it's in your style. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because because you do that and people know that's what they get from a Kane Brown um, yeah, um, yeah. Um, show. It's like if you sit at the front, you're you want attention. You're asking to get it, bro. Because yeah, you're going to get it. And that's what yeah, I love yeah. about your style. Your style's raw. Don't care. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So have you ever been on stage, right, and been heckled and, and you've been embarrassed? It's been the other way around where, because you, I've seen you embarrass people where they're like, they, yeah, they yeah. want to leave the place, man, because they started. But have you, has it ever been the other way around where yes. you've been booed or you've had some? Not booed, but listen to this. So I was doing, I was doing Edinburgh probably about four, four years ago at the Edinburgh Festival. Mm. And it was, you do like different rooms in Edinburgh. This was a small room, probably about 40 people in there. There was a guy and a woman, they were sitting probably the third row back. Yeah. So I could see them clearly. And it's day it's daytime anyway. And mm. I could see them. And the guy was sitting there. He looked like he was sleeping. He looked like he was falling asleep <laughs> while I was on the stage. I was like, this brother's taking the piss, bro. Like, bro, proper taking the piss. So he's there with his wife. So so now, as time's gone on, I'm starting to get more and more pissed now. But like I'm like, now I'm singling him out. I'm yeah. I'm cussing him, I'm saying all kinds of shit. And then his wife was like, yeah, he's blind. I said, blood, blood. <laughs> Bro, you know the worst thing? His fucking blind dog was right next to him and I never saw it. He, oh, he no. had a blind dog and I never saw uh, the dog. Uh, I said, oh my God. I thought, bro, I thought so bad. I thought so bad. The only thing that saved me was, I'm a quick thinker on my feet, innit? So. I was exactly, like, exactly. I brought it back. I brought it back. And I said to him, look, listen, I can get tickets for most of the shows up in Edinburgh. So I'm going to get you half price tickets for everything because you're only going to listen. You're not going to watch. Hey. <laughs> 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 That's mad. And, and the thing is, <laughs> I can imagine you saying that, you know, that the place must it. have been in bits. Even mm. he must have been laughing. He must have he been was laughing. Up. Because, you know what I mean? That's, that's mad. That's mad. You know, you, you mentioned earlier um, uh, about your father passing. Um, yeah. You know what? Like, so, so obviously, you like, literally just dropped down. Do you, yeah. do you find that like, how or why? Or yeah, yeah. What did it was say? DVT. Uh, deep vein thrombosis. Oh, 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 yes. That's what yes, I told you about bro. it. Yes, bro, Because I, I, I remember I told you that I had one in my leg, innit? And then yes. we were talking about it. And this is the thing, though. This is the thing. Every time you talk to somebody, <laughs> every time you speak to somebody about this, right, they always tell me that someone died. Like, yeah. it's like, no one's ever got anything nice to say. No one can ever say to you, oh, Freddie, take care. It's always like, ah, oh, I know someone that died from it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, it's like, I don't want to hear that, but I want to hear it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, thank you for the concern, but I don't want to hear it. That's not, it's not the news you want to hear. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. But, but that's um, why, when you told me that you had like a, you had like a, a blood clot or, you got varicose veins. No, bro, no, I ain't got no varicose veins, man. That's old people shit, I think. Isn't that for old people? No, no, no people can be, because I got varicose veins, so, but with varicose veins, what is it is, it? it's like a, 
It's like the, um, in your veins, you've got like a, a flap, a valve that lets the blood through one way. Oh. And, but with this valve, it lets it, it lets it in or whatever, but it doesn't go the other way. So the blood builds up. So that's how you end up with like um, oh, this blood. See, in the, I, I, yes. was, I was associated, associated that with the old people. people. No, I, no I, got, I got a DBT, bro. I actually got a DVT. I went to America um, on the flight back, and my bridging man was like, "Oh, you got to fill it. You got to wear those those stockings." You know, the stockings, yeah. Now. And I, yeah, and I'm like, I'm not wearing those things, man. I don't, I've, I've been flying <laughs> all my life. I've never, yeah. I've never worn those tights. I'm not wearing them. And then he's like, "No, nah, Freddie, you need to wear them." So I was like, you know what, sod's law. If I don't wear them this time, I'm gonna get something because you know when yep. people put, put their mouth on you, innit? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So this first yeah. time, I wore I wore the stocking, and the stocking gave me a DVT, bro. It was too right. tight. So I come off the plane, my leg was hurting me. I was thinking, what's up with my leg, man? What's, why does my leg feel like this? It was hurting, yeah. it was hurting. And I went to hospital three times. They sent me away all three times, telling me that there's nothing there. On the fourth time, they found the two blood clots in my leg. Wow. And I've been on, I've been on blood thinners since. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So when we spoke yeah. about it, mm. and you mentioned it, like, do you know what I mean? Um, you just told me that your dad died from it. I was like, yeah. thanks, Kane. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah, it's not... But I, I it's like, because I care about you, because... I'll be honest, nah, this is one of, and the weirdest thing about you, Freddie, is because of how you look, it seems as if you're invincible. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, you look like that kind of guy. Brother, you couldn't you catch no disease or nothing. It's like your body's going to fight it. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you understand? You look like one of the black superheroes, yeah? So when you're, when you, so that's why sometimes when I see you, like I see you and you had the thing on, the cast on your leg, on your foot, and you was limping, and then your shoulder was killing you. And I'm like, rah, like, if Freddie can get like this, we ain't got a chance out here. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? We ain't got a chance in hell, bro. Because this fucker look like some Hulk. So, <laughs> so that's, but it just shows that no matter what you look like, you've got to take care of yourself. Bro, it's all, it's all internal, man. And for me, yeah, yeah. I, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing. I remember when they used to say, um, "Eat was it eat 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 your medicine now, or you got to take yeah. medicine later." Do you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. So I'm now trying to eat a lot cleaner. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying yeah. to cut out certain foods. Um, do you know what I mean? I get gout in my foot, man, and that's. The, but you see, but we we've been filming when I've had gout, and you've seen yes. the pain. I've had, I've been in some mad pain, crunched off. Yeah, yeah, bro. And it's like these these things could have been avoided, man. Do you know what I'm saying? But you, you yeah. kind of learn late. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're bro, but your food thing, listen, you know, you know, you know, got to get at you with this food thing, bro. Listen, you and your, bro, you and your, your association with food is mad, bro. Like, you're the only person I know who's walked off of set because your food wasn't there. What, it's like, it's like you, you was that hungry kid at I school, know. but what, what's going on, bro? Like, do you know what I'm saying? What's the association with you and food? Because it's either your mum locked you in a cupboard and didn't feed you <laughs> when you were younger, or something. What, 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 what? No. What's you know, going what's, on, bro? What's, what's weird, Freddie, yeah? You know, as I was growing up, I never liked food, you know? I didn't used to like food. I used to be just busy, just running up and down, wanting to come out of my yard, go on, go on road. And as only as I got older, to be honest, no, no. When I had my kids, and I started cooking, and for me it was, right, feeding my kids healthy, making sure that they're getting the right nutrition. So I started to get healthy. Then I'm starting going gym. So I'm, I'm training now, I'm eating clean, I'm bulking up, and you realize how important diet is. It's so important. It's, it's anything that you put inside your body, it's, 
it's it's fuel or it's something negative. So I was always trying mm. to put something positive inside my body because also as well, I, it affects my mood. Like if I don't eat now, I'm not like you. You're a man who can't, who don't even need to eat and you'll stay the same and you can <laughs> even bulk up. Like you, for your diet, you're not supposed to look like that. Do you understand? You're supposed to look like slim the way how you eat. You understand? I'm supposed, to, bro, I'm supposed to see you and box in your face and take away your money and carry on moving. You understand, bro? For the diet you have, you don't deserve that body, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> you don't deserve that body for the diet you got. So for, for me now, I'm like, you know what? Let, I, I, that's the only thing I do. So like, I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke. I don't take any drugs. So my thing is food and I really, I really focus on my food. I always try to eat as good as I can because it starts to, because your body's used to getting all these nutrients. But, mm. but this is the thing though, like that's a beautiful thing, man. You're fucking miserable, bro. I know. You don't eat, bro. You're, right. you're like, you're like, you're, 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 you're like that kid who's eat, and they're taking your toy away. Like, bro, I know. It, it, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny to see. It was really funny. Like when we, when we was filming um, um, the rom-com, right? It yeah. was funny to see because it's like, I know, obviously, this is the, this, this is the that, that was the first time when I've actually got yeah. to spend a lot of time, time with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, it's always been love, but it, we, yeah, we was with each other almost every day. So it's yes, like, yeah. the first type day, I thought, is this brother just being fucking miserable? Like, don't, don't piss me off, man. Like, that's what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. But then the next day, I'm realising, wow, he, he's like that for real. And then by the third day, I'm like, I better get Kane's food, you know, on time. Because if you don't get his food on time, man, he's going to walk yeah. off set and fuck up the whole shit, man. I was yeah, like, it's a bit Kane needs to eat on time and his food... No, it, it, it needs to... Yeah, it has to it be has on point. To be. And it has to be good food as well. That's another thing. Yeah. Not only are you fucking... Not even, yours is not even only just... Um, um, when you eat, it's what you eat as well. Yeah. It needs to be on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny, really, but uh, I'm one of those people. Yeah, like if I cook, if I cook, I'm cooking. Like yesterday, my kids turned up and surprised me. I was like, "Rah, gotta go shopping." I went went shopping, bought some food, come back, cook some mackerel with some salmon um, in like a coconut sauce with rice, planting coleslaw. Like when I cook, I cook, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't mess around. I don't mess around. That's oh, that's, that's just how I am. Yeah. So, so talking, going back to like obviously your comedy. Um, you know what? Now I think about it, I'm actually, I'm actually honoured and privileged because I done we done your first one man show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I feel, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've been waving Kane Brown flag for years, bro. And I've always said to everybody, man, like Kane is that guy that's going to, you know, what I mean, that's going to blow yeah, yeah. the head out of things. And I remember yeah. when we done the um, one man show, no one had done a comedy show at BAFTA. Nobody yeah, had done yeah, a stand-up comedy show. Still that's not now. Still not now. So def- not now. That's what I'm saying, bro. And we 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 changed the game, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. show was mad. Had me in yeah, stitches. Yeah. No, I, mean, hold I wish, we, I wish we, 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 we didn't have. Yeah, but it wasn't one show. We Go sold on. it out twice. We did two shows that Twice. Night. Yeah, we done two shows and we sold out both yeah. of them. Yeah, bro. That's yeah. a madness, man. And I keep saying, next year, bro, we've got to bring back the one-man show next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%, I mean? bro. I've got so much material like and mm. i'm i'm ready like i'm ready like i've i've been doing this bro, for a minute bro you ain't got to tell me bro i know you, bro you this is the thing you was ready then you just didn't know yeah. you was ready i knew you yeah. was ready You're i right. knew you was ready i've always known you was ready and it's and, but it's taking you this time to to find yourself and find yeah, your yeah. headspace to know that you was ready because i knew you was ready way back bro trust me yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. i was like i'm doing king show 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, you were, you approached me, so then, and I was like, "Raw," and he was like, "Yeah, go, we're gonna have it at Bath." Because you're one of those people, yeah. You're you're you think you think of something, and you you're 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 on plan. You're on the plan to execute it. And I'm at the beginning thinking, should I do BAFTA? But you're already like selling tickets and everything. Like you're, you're, like, <laughs> you're there. But it's good because what it is, the motivation that you got inspires other people around you. Because it all starts with you, innit? Okay. So when you mentioned it to me, I was like, BAFTA, should I do it at BAFTA? And blah, because every black show is at like a Catford Theatre, Hackney Empire, mm. Shepherd's Bush, um, O2. And it's somewhere different. And everybody dressed up that night. It was that night. Yeah. It, it nice opened show. my eyes. It opened my eyes. It's wicked. Yeah, and it was a it was a good show. Um, it mm. was a good show. We had did we have on, we had um White Yardie support and Tanya Moore. Tanya yeah. Moore. Tanya Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's bad. It's and, wicked. And White Yardie. Yeah. yeah, that was a wicked show, man. So mm. obviously, since then we we obviously the bond built. We um we done look done a cameo for me in my um film um Are We Dead Yet? It's now called The Living Dead. Um, yeah. Even that little, even that little small cameo in that film, you smashed that little small cameo um, that comes out this October. Um, and now we've moved on to do your first lead role. You know what I'm saying? Your first yes. lead role in the film, man. Ever. Um, the rom com. So, bro, listen, listen. People are gonna love it because it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, I got, I got to find out more about you as a person over the filming. But a lot of it comes out in the movie as well, and the way yeah. you like you deliver. Bro, listen, your thing is, is that I'm just quite salute you, bro. Like, I'm not just saying it because Respect, you're my friend. Bro. I'm not just saying it because um, we're, we're on our podcast. But yeah, yeah. you killed it in the film, man. You're, it's funny. And you, we get to see you not only as a comic, we get yeah, to see yeah. you as an actor. With and it's no, very man. important that mm. we watch somebody on screen. Do you know what I mean? Because you can watch, there's a lot of comics that can't do both. They're funny yeah, on stage. Yeah but they can't act in a film. Yeah, and you yeah. was able to transcend both so that when we watch you in this film, we can see you, the funny elements, but we can also yeah. watch you as like, and take you seriously as an actor. Did I yeah, mean? How, did you, how, did you, how did you get into character for the role? How did you, you know get into what? character yeah. for the role? <clears throat> what, what's mad is you, because obviously with acting, with stand-up, it's my ideas, isn't it? It's my ideas, it's my voice, it's me, it's my character and whatever I want to portray. So when you come to me with this idea now and I read the script, I was like, bro, this script is wicked, you know? Like, it's different. Do you know what I mean? It's got, like, elements in it that you don't, you haven't seen in other films. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, all right, I need to get myself into that headspace because the character in the film isn't me. So as in, like, I wouldn't react on in certain ways, but I had to get my head into that space where it's like, right, how would I be if this happened in my life? And this happened. So I had to kind of live his life from before the actual film starts to kind of, do you understand what I mean? So like, this is what he's gone through. This is his journey. He had everything going for him. This is what happened. Then this happened. Then, and then, so now when I start playing the character, it's like all of those things from his past, I've had to try and bring into now, into the character now. And it was interesting. And the good thing about you, you're good at directing. Because you see everything. So you're... So in the beginning, it was, it was like, bruh, okay, am I doing it all right? But you're one of those people, you know what you want to see. And when you're, when you're watching it, you're, you're, you're not bothered about saying, right, oh, no, 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 no. Let's do another take. Let's do another take. Let's do it like this. Let's, you understand? So 
it's good. So I've had got my idea, but it's good when you've got someone guiding you who's got a clear definition of what they want to see. And that's what you had. So that helped me a lot as well, because as the film went on, I know the character you want to see played, didn't it? So it was amazing for me to say, right, to keep developing, um, keep developing this character and understanding more. So yeah, man, kudos to you, bro. Trust me what I'm telling you. you you're the one who really made sure everything got brought to life, innit? Because I can only bring, I might only be able to bring 80%, but your vision of the other 20% is what you want to see on the camera. So you made sure that I stayed on track. So that's how we ended up with the complete package where, all right, we've got the character down now and it's tight. So, no, respect, bro. Yeah, we've got some good cameos, man. We've got Judy loving it. We've got Vanessa Phelps in it. We've got Spuds in it. Chris we've got Savage. A man like Hack. Um, do you know what I mean? Chris Savage, Dizzle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Flynn, Dizzle, Slim. Do you know what I mean? And then we've got, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then we've got some music from Donald Jones in it. Um, as well, I don't know if you saw the live last night with Donald Jones. Do you know what? Because um, yeah, my kids surprised crazy, me. I was, on, I was on live. Ah, oh, bro. Uh, it, have you put the story up on your Insta? Bro, don't worry. I'm. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to put up in a minute. I was just waiting to do this review and then I'm going to put okay, up on okay. my Insta, man. But yeah, bro, we made a massive announcement, boy. But um, like I said to you um, when we spoke the other day, we, me and you are going to be working on something next year as well. Uh, yeah. man. he wants to be a part of that also, man. So, Wicked. There's, bro, it's, it's, there's a lot going on, man. Um, you know, I do want to ask you, though, because obviously yeah. you, you look a certain way, you present a certain way, um, men's health, Black Minds Matter. I've become, a, I've become a, um, an ambassador for a brand called BMM, which is Black Minds Matter, basically. And it's dealing with how we as black men uh, deal with trauma and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, man, has there ever been a time in your life when you've really been, I guess, depressed, embarrassed, or just suffering from some kind of mental health? Yes. You've gone through it at some point. Yeah, bro. Go, what's been yours and, and, and how did you get through it? Right, so... And how did you get like through it? Like I said it? before, my, my, I remember when my... Because I, I had three boys when I was 24 and I had, a quite, I had quite a demanding job. I was a manager. And so I was the first one in, last one out. And I'd start work at eight in the morning, which means getting up at half six. And I'd get home at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'd get home at 10. Wow. And I had the kids because I've I got twins. Yeah. So I'd have the twins and I had my older boy as well. So I'd get back and I'd be doing all the night feeds because obviously... My ex was looking after the kids all day, innit? So I couldn't just come in and, I'm tired, i got to go to bed. And so I did that for about <clears throat> a year and a half, two years. And I had burnout. Like, I was, I was gone. Like, I, there was nothing left. I was, I was a shell. I was, I was making money, like, making sure that my kids were fed and they had a roof over their head. They, you know, we went on nice holidays, et cetera, et cetera. But I was dead, bruv. And what made me realise how bad things got, I... Um, I went and bought a car. I went and bought myself a car, treated myself. So I already had a car, I had a, the convertible BM, and I went out and I bought myself a five series BM. Yeah. Remember, I'm, mm. I'm 20, I, was like, I must have been about 26. Yeah, I must have been about 25, 26. And I felt, I felt nothing. You know, when you think something's going to make you happy or, bro, yeah. I, felt, I felt nothing. Like it didn't mean anything because I was, I realized I was suffering. I realised, wow. and, and so I said, you know what, I told my work, I need to take a month off, like I can't, I'm not, I can't do this anymore, like I'm, I'm done. And, I, and if I'm being honest, I think that's when I started going gym, I started okay. training, 
like properly and I, that might have been where the food come into it because everything plays a part in it like the amount of sleep you get food um um you you feeling relaxed you're not feeling anxious about stuff not having stuff to worry about and getting in the right mind frame so you know what it's like bro like it only takes yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. To, to disrupt your whole you understand you don't get enough yeah. then your diet goes down the pan then you start feeling down you don't know what's wrong with you then you're, you're depressed you start getting depression from other things and I started to just say, you know what, I have to keep all the pieces of the puzzle together to try and keep moving forward, innit? Like, mm. I, can't, um, I can't let any element down in consistently. So I have to consistently get sleep. Okay, one or two days, you might have bad sleep or no sleep or whatever, fine. You might, have, you might eat terrible for a few days, no problem. But you have to try and stay consistent. And that's when my body works better you know and it affects your mind bro you know i've been through times where you know you you do feel really down really down but you gotta pick yourself up and say right okay i remember in 2008 2008 i'd i'd split up with my ex i never forget this i'd split up with my ex i was giving her maintenance money every week um my all of my money was tied up in property everything i had a credit card bill which was 12 grand yeah maxed out it was on 30, 33% interest, interest, which meant I was paying 300 and something pound a month just on interest. I weren't earning no, I weren't earning no money. Tenants weren't paying rent. Um, house prices had come down. And I, I never had no money for food, bro. I'll never forget. I didn't have no money for food. I, I, I'll never forget. At the time, that's when I started reading a lot more as well. So I started reading some motivational books and um like self-help books you know like mm. um like you know like you know like the 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 um the secret and all of that and whatever else secret alchemist yeah. Those yeah, kind of yeah, books. yeah 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 and and um i just changed my mind frame and i i said okay this is what it is i've got to strengthen up toughen up my arsenal and move forward things will get better you always go through bad times the good times are going to come back around. It's no biggie. And I just kind of stuck to a plan. I was looking after myself, was training. I was, I was eating what I could. So I was living off of like baked potatoes with, with, with tuna and sweet corn. Tuna. And, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You understand that? But it's like, it was not really, I weren't, I weren't living how I wanted to live in it. There was no holidays. You was, exi was existing. You was kind of existing. Yeah, I was just... You was kind was of just, just existing there. at that time. Yeah, but, but at that point, mm. my mind frame had changed. So I knew that this was only a temporary thing, innit? So I wasn't too phased by it. it was I know this is only for a, a, a window in my life. Things are going to come back. So I just stuck to that plan. And, and since then, I kind of just said, okay, this is how I'm going to start living my life. You've got to take your diet seriously. You've got to take your physical health seriously. You've got to make sure you get enough sleep. I've got to make myself happy first before I make anybody else happy in it. No, that's real talk. And, and, and you know what? It's another thing um, which I do admire while we're on this, but I do admire about you as well. As a man, we're, we're very similar in a, the way yeah. that we are. Um, and, our, and we're both very strong-minded alpha male type figures. And there's been times yeah. when me and you have had those little moments where we've gone at each other. Yeah, we've clashed. I love the... Yeah, we crashed. Yeah, yeah, we crashed. Do you know what I mean? But I love the way that you're, you, you've never 
been like, oh, fuck Freddie or whatever. You've always been like... It would never be a... This is how I do my things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's been... I just love the way that, as a man, you've been able to... Do you know what I mean? Because, let's face it, you have a lot of yes people out here and a lot of dickheads that will be like, they just do do as they're told. Do you know what I'm saying? There's people that just do as they're told and don't really feel or think um, for themselves. For themselves, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the way that when we've had our little kind of little clashes, it's been purely about business and separated it from our friendship. It's never yeah. been like, oh, we clashed at business, so therefore we ain't friends no more. It's been yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we clashed at business, how, how can we resolve it? And then we've just cracked on. So yeah, I admire yeah. that in you, do you know what I'm saying? You speak your mind, you speak your mind, and if you're not happy with something, you say it. And then we yeah, get yeah. dealt with, and then we crack on. Because you, you taught me something as well, to be fair. Because before yeah. that, I'm so used to having a lot of yes people that just, do you know what I'm saying? That when we started working together, it was, you kind of taught me the whole importance of document documenting things and having it written down because yeah, i'm yeah. just like hey you said that though but you said that though and you're like no yeah, yeah. man put it in writing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> put it in writing. i'm like all right did i be putting it in writing and i was like yeah yeah I'm put it right for man i've already said it anyway and then yeah. you taught me that whole that whole ethos of making sure that if you're going to do a contract or do something make sure it's written down yeah. so we can refer back to it later so you know I mean? thanks yeah. for that man because yeah, there's no great areas there's yeah. no great yeah. areas because also as well, things are down to interpretation as well, isn't it? So sometimes you might say something and I've interpreted it the wrong way. And next thing now, mm. in your mind, you, I did say that to you. And I'm like, yeah, but no, you didn't. You said this. And that creates conflict. And one thing about me, what I don't like, I don't like, I don't like when I feel, I don't, I don't want you to ever feel like I'm ever trying it on. Do you understand what I mean? Like I'm mm. trying to take advantage of a situation. Because that's not me. I'm the I'm I'm an open book, and I don't. So mm. I always like things to be down. So it's like, yo, twelfth of October, boom. You, that's the email. That's it's there. Yeah. No one can't say yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's there. So now that that stops any that stops any conflict because I know what it's like when you've got two strong-minded people. You know, sometimes even in your head, we convince ourselves. We're very good at convincing ourselves of the narrative of a story, innit? Like, if you Mm. think you're right, even if you're not 100%, you're still going at that person like you're 100% sure, innit? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, certified. And that's the same with me. So so now, it's two loggerheads. So that's why I said, you Mm. know what? To save conflict, I think it's best if we have everything down, and then that way, we don't end up in, because my thing is about resolution. I'm never about problems. It's always about, right, how do we solve this? I'm not interested in the problem. Mm. Let's just, let's solve it so we can move forward. Because I've been in property for a while and I find a clash with Yeah, I, I, I was going to get to that. I was going to ask you about that because, again, yeah. sorry to cut you. Um, it's all right. Because, but you just, you kind of, you got there before I got there. Yeah, so yeah. I was <laughs> going to say, is that obviously, we, we all know you're the comic. We all know you you stand up we all know all that stuff but what yeah. i didn't know for a long time is that you was into property and that you that you got a vast wealth of experience when it comes to property mortgages um um refurbs and all the rest of it man yeah, so yeah like the, and they're and they're both so completely different yeah yeah my thing was my my dad like i said when he died at 52 bro he left nothing yeah my my mum and dad their plan they had they they'd always bought a house and lived in it um and then the house that we had, when my mum went to Jamaica and my dad followed soon after, um, they lost money on their property because they sold it at a bad time. 
And I couldn't understand how they've had the house for how long and lost money on it. Because to me, it was like, you always make money on a property, innit? So mm. it was, and they never bought, they never ever invested in property. And I saw, all right, my great grand had a big house. You know what it's like, brother. You got a, you got a, a great grand or whatever mm. who they had a house. She bought the house for like six grand. The house sold for, I don't, I, I don't know how much it was, a couple hundred thousand. But the house now is worth probably a million and a half pounds, one and a half mil. Yeah. But that's yeah. now out of the family. The family have not got no use out of that now. Like, because they sold mm. the house. So I was, I was just saying, you know what? This, there's money, houses, house prices always go up. Yeah, they go down as well. But eventually, if you look at it over a 20 year period, there'll always be more than what you spent 20 years ago. Always, always, always. Mm. So I always wanted to leave my kids with something because I didn't get a start with anything. Nothing, bro. I never got a dime from my parents. And my parents don't, my mum, my mum is like a, she's a, she's a G. Like she was the one who was mm. the one who, who fought outside the box, and she's the one who said, "I want to go to Jamaica and start a business," and blah blah blah. But I've never asked her for anything. Now, um, I just wanted to make sure that my kids had a start because if I had had a start, God knows where I'd be now. And I don't mm. want my kids to ever feel as if they can't achieve or they've got to be doing things that they don't really want to be doing just to get their foot on the ladder. Look at how hard it is now to get... Hold on one second, Freddie. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, son. I'll be down in a minute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. No, man, bro, it's real... It's, it's, this is real-life telephone yeah, conversations, yeah. bro. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. This is not none of those staged, um, sit in a studio, pretend podcast. This is real life. This We're on real the life, phone bro. talking live. So, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Go on, carry on. And... Um, so I've always just wanted to make sure that my kids had, and I've made, bruv, trust me, I've made mistakes. I've lost money in this game. But I've been thinking, actually, for the past probably six months, I'm going to do something where I do like a seminar or a talk or something. So other people, especially people who are younger, people from the black community, that I can kind of give advice to them to help them because, Bro, yeah. Do you know what you should do? You should do a seminar, but you should do it with a with a comedy element. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. why? Do you know what I mean? Like, and I feel you should do it with a comedy element because you'll get people that just want to come to listen about property, but you'll also yeah. get people that know that. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it will be a wicked idea, man, yeah, to yeah, do it yeah. in such a way where it's got like a. a it's like entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining because I'm doing my one. I'm going to do my one man show next year um actually yeah. i want you involved in that as well like literally come on bro it's going to be kind of like because i've got a book I'm, I'm writing my book to come out next year as well and i'm going to do like a, an audience script where i'm going to talk, talk my life story and sell my book the same day do you know what i mean and i want to do it sorry sorry where... sorry are you going to do your whole life story in one book <laughs> some of it <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be like Lord of the Rings, bro. You need about five episodes for that. <laughs> That's a madness. That's bro, mad. I, I'm, I'm just going to try. Like, bro, so many doors are starting to open, man. And I'm just trying to make sure that when I go through these doors, I've got my people then with me. And if there's a way that we can all eat together, do you know what I'm saying? And do you know what I mean? If I'm getting certain endorsements, I'm bringing through people. And, bro, like, you're, like I said to you the other day when we spoke, you're one of those people that... um we are always going to be 
eating. You see the way like Kate, uh, what's his name, Kevin Hart and yep. and and Dwayne the the Rock, they yep. move together, and that's how me and you are gonna be like. Yeah, whenever yeah, I yeah. get a film, a film that's big, there will always be a part for you, so long as I can make it work. And then, no, you know what I'm saying, bro. we will always, yeah, no, we're always gonna be eating, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot, yeah. and like I said, for my one man show, I wanna, I wanna, um, I mean, I'm not a comic, so yeah, I wanna do it. I wanna do it in a, such a way where it's not a roast. But it's like it's entertaining, so I can yeah, talk. Yeah. But I've got someone like yourself, and I probably hope to try and get Richard because Richard's known me since college. Do you know what I mean? And try yes. and do it in a way where it becomes entertaining, but I'm also talking to the audience. And at the end of it, I'll just drop my book. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Power, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Please come. So that's that's what I'm planning for next wicked, year. Man. Wicked, wicked. I'm, probably, I'm, I'm on me. that. I'm on that. Hundred percent. Then, if you wasn't doing, if you wasn't a, a great stand up now, doing what you're doing now, what do you think you'd be doing then? Yeah, it'd be it'd be, be property. And also, I'd be because property you can't rely on that all the time for an income. So, I'd probably do sales as well. I used to do sales, so I'd okay. probably I'd probably do sales. Like I'm I'm a good seller. I'm good at selling. Like that's one thing that I've 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 always had in the back pocket. So here we go then, right? I want you to sell me. I'm I live in I live in the, in, in I live in uh in the North Pole, right? Yeah. And I want you to sell me some ice. <laughs> so far away. Well, brother, the ice that you got around you, you can't drink anyway because it's full of salt. So I got ice with no salt in it, brother. I got clean ice. There you go. Simple things, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have, it, it. Wanna have high you know. blood pressure from eating part of your igloo, go ahead. I'm here to save you. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Really> good. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, man. What's been, I guess, some of the highs? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. what's been some of your highs? You know what's mad, bro? It's like every year, it's like it keeps superseding the last. So, it's like doing the film, that was a great highlight, bro. Doing your film, that was a great highlight. Because I've had bits and pieces here and there, Thanks. but I've never been a lead role. So, that for me was like a big highlight. Um, I was in Man Like Bean for a couple episodes. That was another good highlight. Um, doing my one-man shows, because I learned a lot about myself as well when I do the one-man shows. Um, but you know what, as well, sometimes the highlights have been other people's success as well. So even like watching how far Dizzle's come, how far White Yardie's come, how far Chris Savage has come, um, watching how far Judy Love has come, Mo, what he's done, like he's changing mm. the game. Judy's changing the game. Like these opportunities mm. were there before for all right, so Lenny Henry or whatever was, you know, um preceded these people. But I feel like times are changing. And so I'm so proud to mm. see like a generation of people like pushing forward to try and like make a change. Do you know what I mean? Not just for themselves, but mm. doors are opening. Mm. Opportunities are going to come for other people as well. You know, like if you look at Slim, Slim has been in the game for 26 years. Slim, Slim for me is the funniest comic. Like, that's it. Like, hilarious. Mm. So talented. Yeah. And it's like, now we've got to, because we've got to utilize social media, just like how Mo did, just like how Judy did. Um, Yardi, Dizzle, Chris Savage and so the older generation we can start 
doing things that weren't available to us before. So for me, it's the optimism for the future. The things that are going to come over the next couple mm. of years, it's like, wow. So I'm writing a sitcom at the moment. Um, that me and you, I spoke to you about, remember? At the, at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. so, so that, um, that's, that's in writing. I'm going to start like casting for that and start getting things in place. And I want to do that and then pitch it to like BBC, Channel 4, Netflix, whatever, because there's an appetite for it right now. But it's, we've got to strike like as soon as possible so we can well, make the best of it. A hundred percent, man. And that, and that leads us on to what we were talking about um, next year, man. Um, yeah. It's just a great time. I think it's just a great time, man. Like you said, it's all about striking when the iron's hot. And right yeah. now, it's, it's open. It's wide open. But you've yeah, just got yeah. to be ready and be prepared to take that step. I say to my kids all the time, there's one point there being a door, but you've got to be ready to step through it. When it yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean, I, and that's and that's what, what we're about right now. I always like to end these these um podcasts on a little bit of fun. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, we yeah. talked about all kinds of things, man. So I've got two little games for you, right? So yeah. the first game is quick fire, quick fire, yeah. So um, tea or coffee? Coffee. Denzel Washington or Tom Cruise? Denzel Denzel Washington all day long. Tits or bum? Bum, hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah. you don't want nothing. I'm not business flat. about breast, brother. <laughs> breast don't mean that I therefore pick it to, to feed her from. I'm not business about that. <laughs> I don't care. Listen, as long as you got a bat, I touch up my own breast. I don't business. <laughs> Phone calls or text messages? Phone calls. I'm old school. Bath. I like talking. Yeah, I'm like that as well. Bath or shower? Shower. 100%. I'm not sitting in my own dirt, brother. I'm not sitting in my own dirt. I'm not doing it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson or Prince? Michael Jackson. All day. Save money or spend money? Save. Horror movies or comedy? Comedy. All right. Wicked. And this last game is called Freddy's Freaky Friday, right? Yeah. So look, I've got six categories, right? Each category has got 10 subcategories. I want you to give me six numbers between one and 10. You can repeat the number and I will tell you what you're going to be doing this Friday with who. So give me six numbers between one and 10. All right. Um, give me all of the all of the odd numbers. How much is that? That's five, isn't it? One, three, five, five seven, nine. One, three, five, seven, nine. Yep, yeah, and one more. And um, give me 10 then. Okay. All right. So you're going. <laughs> All right. So this is what you're going to be doing this Friday, right? You're going to be having oral sex. Ross. With, with Kate and Price. Okay. All right. In your parents' bed. Ross. <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening to grime music. Then you're gonna fall asleep, and then you're gonna leave the country. That's all right, brother. That's not bad. On Friday, wicked. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I don't mind uh, that, bro. <laughs> brother. It's been a pleasure um, speaking with you, man. Like, bro, yeah. like, and I sincerely say this, man. I'm not. It ain't. This is not for the gram. This is not for for fans. You're yeah. genuinely my brother, and I appreciate you, man. Like, I've got mad you, love bro. for you, and. Over the years, it's like, you know what I'm saying? We've 
we've got, gotten closer and closer. And whereas before, I say to a lot of people, I've got a lot of associates in the industry, but you are genuinely my friend. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I, I want you just to know that you're my friend. You're not someone that I just work with or someone that, do you know what I mean? You, you're, you're my friend, you're my brother, man. I want, Respect, I, I want you to know that I appreciate you, man. You know um, I've got love for um, you, bro. So guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Room 26. Please, please, please subscribe, rate, tell your friends, dogs, cats, budgies, share. I don't care. Just tell the whole wide world. And let's make Room 26 the most listened to UK podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Room 26 underscore podcast. That's at Room 26 underscore podcast. Thank you.